Hey now, good people. On episode 33, we're going to flesh it out. The crumbling. It seems like we're going through it, good people, with no end in sight. Crumble paths as greed erodes the soul. Alas, as the masses aren't aghast at the amassing of greenhouse gases. As we pass time in conflict with lies, power grabbing and pontificating, all while our humanity is in stasis. Goodness gracious. We're going to figure it out together, good people. What's it all for? Are we in it to win it or are we just figuring it out as we go along? Let's dig in. But before we do that, Let's pause for the cause before we get on with it. Hey now, good people. Episode 33. As the incense burns, and I am your humble host. Sean P. writes. And the crumbling. You can take that however you want it, good people. It's happening on so many different frequencies, truth be told. Spiritually, emotionally, physically. We're going through it. It's tough to make sense of it all. It seems as if we are imploding we're cannibalizing ourselves we're losing our humanity but I've touched on this before it's debatable if we've even wielded our humanity nowadays we seem to be solely focused on what's in it for me Not all of humanity, not the the bigger picture, not your fellow man. Narcissism seems to be the prevailing theme, the default setting, if you will. And it comes a time in our life on our path, on this journey that we have to choose loyalty in the form of that person that we have to spend every day of our life with ourself and that said pushing back against this stubborn manifestation this this terrorism of narcissism it's a clear and present danger and it's necessary for us to close the doors and what do I mean by closing the doors 
Well, it's it's a conversation that I've had more times than I than I care to admit over the past couple of years, especially since the beginning of the pandemic. Now I'm an empath. I, I traffic in emotions. I'm, I'm I'm a sponge for them. And I have to be careful where I lend my energy out because we are what we eat. We reflect that which we are passionate about. That that passion, the that compass of sorts, the direction. That said, cutting people off isn't petty. It is providential. Sometimes people love you selfishly based on what you can do for them only. Now, if anyone feels a need to disassociate themselves from others over perceived slights or serial acts of treachery that they hope are forgotten, so that they can sidestep the responsibility of atonement. That is a losing battle. Use your words or the door. Choose your side wisely. Because some doors will never reopen. Now I have a long memory, as we all should. Protecting our peace is essential as we are all here on borrowed time. Be true to the person you have to spend every day of your life with, you. You can't be for everyone, but you can be for those who are for you. Lesson or life hack, take a sip and bid them farewell with a smile. It's critical. And sometimes it's it's hard for us to do because we want company on these paths. We want the cheering section. We want to bring that with us. But those cheering sections Often, they have the effect of distracting us instead of focusing us. The bridge ain't over. And it's something that I often think about when I'm on the water's edge. As you know, that's where I pick up words from. And it's a, there's so many metaphors on the water. And I'll delve into that. Not too recently, I was on the Delaware River and I was looking across the other side at Philadelphia and I put this piece together as I was soaking it in. 
bridge ain't open. It kind of, it brought to mind a Boogie Down production song. But I'm not a rapper, but. And I'm certainly not the teacher. I'm certainly not KRS one, but. As I looked out there, I just thought. The metaphor of bridges and the wisdom of the sages never takes vacation. Surmise to reach for horizons beyond your sizing that are aggrandizing. Now we cross so many bridges and often we don't savor that walk. We rush across rather than sauntering. do that we we do ourselves a grave misservice and that's something we really need to push back on and it brings to mind something that my aunt told me something that, that echoes with the concussive force of purpose because she told me she said nephew you don't got no time to be sitting around like a bump on the log we only here for a little bit and that's truth because we this narcissism this this self-centeredness that we're infected with It misinforms us and it it causes us to think that we're going to get out of here alive. And that's a that's a fool's errand for lack of a better word. But let's unpack that. Let's let's dig a little deeper. Deep breath, good people. So, there's so much to unpack. Choosing yourself, it's a it's a scary concept. Because we as human beings, we want company. We want accompaniment. And that serves to distract us and And it brings to mind what I said earlier about narcissism. Just this, this seeming focus on the self. And I guess it makes sense, self-preservation, but sometimes we, we, we take it too far. Maybe it's dependent on 
where you live in the United States, or maybe it's just something that's across the board, but I can say here in my part of the United States, for example, it seems as if people drive nowadays with just this this type of reckless abandon. It's kind of like, fuck you. This road is, it's just me on this road, no one else. And it's an adventure out there on the roadways a lot of times. People are going zero to zero to 40 to stop at that light. And gas at the time of this recording, last time I checked, it was about $3.99 a gallon. But it, it brings to mind this this theme that this theme of crumbling, the crumbling, protecting your peace, uh, just having an understanding that sometimes you got to love them from afar because having those hearty spirits near will make a heart go dark. Don't tarry, be wary of those who smile behind clenched teeth. His drama is known to follow and swallow up the worthy because they mean you harm. That's a piece I wrote the other day. It, I was just thinking about energy bandits. and That's who we have to work out, look out for. And a lot of my close friends, a lot of my, a lot of people that know me well, they know I have this animus towards, I guess for lack of a better word, deadbeats, you know, people that, that abandon that call of duty fealty to family and I'm a genealogist and if you've been a listener to this podcast I would gather to, gather to gather to say it's a tongue twister that more than half of these episodes are about the winding roots of my family tree I mean, that's what defines me. History repeats, especially in families. And that is what served to be redemptive in reversing my crumbling when I lost myself. I found myself in my my family. At this time, I've I've mapped out I've had a pardon mapping out over 200 years of my family tree family history and I know you're probably familiar with this this story or this backstory or maybe you're not maybe I'm just assuming but in my role as a genealogist I I used 
I took these stories from my big mama, from my uncle Calvin, from my aunt Irene, my uncle Kenneth, and my aunt Lillian, and I was able to connect so many of these stories to the historic record. Giving credence to everything that they told me. They were part of the Great Migration. They left the horrors of the Jim Crow South for the horrors of the North, a different type of flavor. And every time my big mama told me that story, it always filled me with this awe as if I was, as if it was her, or if it was my first time hearing it. And there was always, and I bring this up because there was always a focus on the, on the whole, not herself, you know, but the whole her family because she always said that that was how they made it we looked after each other and one of the one of the events or, or one of the the most indelible moments something that would be burned into my my soul We've had regular gatherings, you know, in my family up to the pandemic. I think we have a two year gap going on now that will have to be rectified. But and believe it was 2017, I was able to get our family together in Chicago. My grandmother was she was 94 at the time and uh, it just made sense to bring the to bring the army to her and everyone was gathered at the restaurant and my my big mama waved me over and I, I came over and she said she said Sean you you found all our people from the stories I told you and she she looked around. She just scanned the restaurant. It was, I want to say maybe 50, 60 people there. I mean, it was a lot of us there. And I shook my head, yes. And she she said, You did good, son. This is beautiful. They're gonna find you now. You keep telling our stories. They gotta be told. And she told me that she turned the tables on me because I'm often I'm that person in families that knows everybody I'm that person that knows who your grandma's daddy daddy is and who got married where and 
who cousin is who and the auntie who said what I'm that person I'm the griot I'm the I'm that person in the family and there's a series of us there's lots of people in our family like that there's always uh, a number of those but and I'm always on the other side of seeing people cry or seeing them overcome with emotion it's normal for me I mean but when my big mama told me that I, I bawled out the tears flow as I knelt next to her because that's all I wanted to do was make my big mama proud now history repeats now over the years I've been at it for over 10 years over the years the stories that that I got that were gifted to me from, from my elders as I mentioned, they started connecting with the historic record and I started finding others, my cousins, my people who received similar calls that pull to find out who they were. And this runs counter to this narcissism that I was talking about that that's kind of the theme here. Now, Going back to this recollection of this gathering in Chicago with my big mama, a couple of days later, her younger brother, my uncle, my uncle Calvin, who's quite famous, he comes up in a lot of my writing and he's a pivotal figure. Uh, my uncle was one of those sparks but a couple of days after this gathering my aunt cornered me and he and he reinforced something that he told me a while ago when he heard that I was writing a book and this uh, this is not this is neither of the two books that that I have published now. There's a backstory behind that. Let, let me flesh that out for you. But my uncle, my great uncle, my, my late uncle, he uh, at the time when he heard that I was a writer, that I was writing a book, he had asked what my book was about. And I told him what the book was about. And he he looked me over, he sized me up, and he told me, fuck that book you write. Tell the story of our people. God damn it. My Uncle Cupid and now, that's the story you need to be telling. And I remember laughing and telling him, nobody gonna read no stories about that, huh? said that's what you think those best laid plans they always have a mind of their own but my uncle always mentioned that if we didn't know our history if we didn't know who we were 
then we were lost. And he pointedly told me that there was a storm coming and we were going to need each other. Meaning, the family, we would need each other in trying times. And his words served to be prescient. And, and that's it. That's kind of that counterweight to this narcissism that that I've alluded to. So I felt compelled to include that long pause in in between that that thought because it's a perfect segue into some upcoming episodes of of the podcast as incense burns i'll be burning some incense with uh, some of the people that inspire me the most and it's tied into this these winding roots of uh my family tree and seeing how history repeats, I've been, it's been made clear that we don't bend because we're predisposed to win. Entertaining thoughts that run counter to that is a laborious sin. Some wordplay on just the power that I've seen, the beauty I've seen through the people that comprise my family tree. So that said, in some upcoming episodes, I'll be chewing the fat with some of my cousins and my son just to speak on that whole beauty of history repeating in families. I figured it would just be appropriate to speak what I know and let those people whose those souls whose shoulders I share who I stand with together I just figure it would be poetic to have them flesh out everything you've heard over the past two seasons and on SeanPWrites.com and an assorted storyboard post on Instagram. Yeah, we're going to bring some of the glorious ones uh, on the podcast. So keep your eyes peeled. And again, good people. It's critical that we look past this narcissism and just really pivot towards something bigger than ourselves and that is something that I have found by way of honoring those shoulders that hold me aloft and if we're not able to do that for those people that allowed us to be I'm really inclined to think that we're wasting space 
crumbling. We allow this to happen. Without any recourse. And how is that glorious? Thanks for popping in, good people. You always find me here as the incense burns. And I am your humble host, Sean P. Wright.